This is a shock podcast. Shock. Welcome to Workaround Podcast. This is Mi Fong, your host. This is a channel for inclusive conversations to navigate and work around your world of work. In the next few episodes, I have some HR professionals to join me in the studio. Let's find out more. Welcome to Workaround Podcast. This is Mi Fong. Today, we are going to talk about digital citizenship. Now, our digital identities in professional online networks such as LinkedIn is not a resume, but is our digital footprints. Today, my guest and I, we are going to explore the fascinating world of the professionals, digital citizens, and discovering the double-edged sword of the digital presence among our working professionals. Welcome, Slim. Hi, Mi Fong. Thanks for having me and glad to be here. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Uh, yeah. Thanks for asking. Yeah, so today's topic is quite relevant to your job. Of course, I know your job very well, but mm-hmm. could you please tell us more about what do you do? Sure, um, I work at LinkedIn. I'm a Senior Customer Success Manager. In my role, what I do is I uh, help recruiters and, and the customers figure out the best way to use LinkedIn uh, and most effective way to use our platform to find people for jobs. And of course, in the whole experience, I was a recruiter myself. And I actually, uh, you shot to me before in my past life um, to ask me to join your team. Did I? Yeah, you did. When was that? Uh, I think it was about two years ago, just just during COVID, I think. So then you talk about digital footprint, but why did you reject me then? <laughs> well, I, I, I was talking to LinkedIn, right? At that point, I was still a recruiter and they were talking to me about a role with them. So, uh, of course, uh, I don't want to waste your time. So I was pursuing LinkedIn at that moment of time. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here today. No, things happen yeah. for reasons. Yeah, That's why we are here. We are not the colleagues, but we are the partners in yes. our podcast. Now, besides about our previous relationship. Is there any fun facts of digital footprints that you have discovered lately? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, your digital footprint is how people see you before they meet you, right? Mm. And if you think about the fun facts for Malaysia per se, there are 7 million professionals on LinkedIn today. 7 million? Yeah, Mm. in Malaysia. And that's out of the 16 million uh, working professionals we have in Malaysia. 16 million. Mm -hmm. That's a lot in the online platform itself. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, how many social media accounts you have? Sure. And what is that for? (laughs) Actually, after COVID, I disbanded my Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't start using it as well. I never made a TikTok account as well. I really only have LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. uh, And the reason for that was because I took a stock check of my digital presence after COVID. And I thought about, you know, what I really want to put out there. Mm -hmm. And I thought about Instagram and the other platforms and I didn't see the real benefit for me per se, mm-hmm. but LinkedIn had that kind of professional element toward it. If you ask me, it's kind of the salad of social media, it's kind of healthy for you. Mm. So I decided to keep that one social platform for me. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Now, the platform like LinkedIn opened doors to global networks. We all know that, right? And connecting us with the mentors, la, collaborators worldwide, globally. And of course, to our potential employers as well. You and I, are you at X recruiters and now you're managing this platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, myself and my team, we managed to get all the top talent mm-hmm. through social media like LinkedIn as well. To me, it's really created a lot of uh, endless possibilities. Maybe share with us more about some good examples, the positive sides of the digital presence from your work experience in managing this platform. Yeah, sure. I mean, the one thing that I would kind of deep dive into is to learn from others. 
there's so much insights and so much knowledge to be shared amongst people, right? And the World by World connects us all together and a platform for us to discuss ideas, uh, share best practices and learn from each other. That's really the number one benefit I would say. Mm. And that takes place in many forms. In one case on LinkedIn, we have LinkedIn Learning as a platform yep, yep. and you can subscribe to it and learn from others professionally mm. and they have credible mentors and teachers there as mm. well. And you can also follow people who you deem as uh, idol successful people who you can follow like uh, Bill Gates per se mm. or Satya Nadella Mm-mm. or even Ryan Rotsansky, my, my CEO, right? Mm. Uh, you can see what they share and what they talk about. I think my CEO has a podcast too. Um, oh, really? He shares <laughs> about you know the career and how people who successful have career journeys and how that manifests online as well. Interesting. Uh, yes, you can have a look at that. I think that's a good place to look at the positive side essentially for social media mm. platforms. Um, talking about learning, I do agree. We learn a lot. A lot of um, inspiring leaders out there to share their thought process and uh, leadership thoughts as well. This is something I really like. Now, any other you know examples of the very inspiring um, stories that you would like to tell about like digital presence, maybe among Malaysian talent, uh, Malaysian sure. uh, professionals or, or elsewhere? Yeah, I mean, uh, if you look at Malaysia, talent goes both ways. People who have seniority and people who are in junior places as well, right? Mm. And the great thing about social media and LinkedIn per se is that I think during COVID, we saw this one young junior graduate, he posted a picture, I'm looking for an interviewer in another yeah, seat, right? Yes. That wasn't a creative, recreative Indeed. way to get a job, right? And Indeed. that creativity is a way to kind of brand yourself out there. And it shows the importance of digital presence as well, right? Mm. By being really open and sharing creative ways to innovate and to uh, explore your platform and its uses that's yeah, you know really yeah. good I'm going I'm wonder where is this guy now so it's good to have, perhaps to invite him to to our podcast one day um another thing is actually people are more open now in the digital world you know during covid even post covid there's a lot of uh, layoff happening mm-hmm. right and uh, if you notice that we have a more and more among our Malaysian professional started sharing their fear and even their status, okay, I'm looking for a job now because affected because of the layoff. They talk about their stories, uh, their experience. I thought this is actually is a very, very positive example of uh, creating your digital presence. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. Mm. Uh, I mean, awareness, right? When people have a chance, a place to share uh, where they can ask for help, that raising awareness for things is really helpful for others. I mean, mm. it's amazing what the collective mind can do together for each other, right? Mm. And that's really a great benefit for uh, social media as well. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's more on the working professional perspective. Mm-hmm. From an uh, employer branding perspective, mm-hmm. this is another good example, right? So the hiring company try to showcase their best place to work and the culture and everything. So to attract their talent, I think, that's how powerful the social media is. Yes, exactly what I do, right? Mm. Uh, in my role, I help companies figure out how to best display their company profile. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's your work. <laughs> that's my, what I do for a living. Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm very passionate about, right? Because if you think about it, we are all individuals. We all have unique personalities. But we also have a shared kind of values that we can fit in in certain scenarios. And when a company can share that culture, their values uh, publicly for others to see, it's easier for them to attract the right DNA to the organization mm. oh, yeah, and a good right company DNA. a good DNA really you'll see the company fly and, and yeah, really yeah. Mm. You know, grow definitely mm-hmm. but I also want to talk about some downside as well Slim mm-hmm. um, I personally I do have fear I'm worried about the negative impact I really want to zoom in the negative side of our digital world we're talking about cyberbullying mm-hmm. we talk about online harassment 
we mm-hmm. talk about data privacy concern and also discrimination as well. Might to share some, you know, some examples. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's unfortunate, right? There's always positive things, happy things, and there's always um, uh, negative side of things. Actually, I can share with you. Uh, one in my family was sexually harassed online, and um, someone confessed their love on oh. LinkedIn to them, right? Um, and via LinkedIn. Yeah, via LinkedIn. We have uh, messages as well, and uh, it's. You know, it's scary to have that kind of instances. Mm-hmm. And of course, when I first spoke to the woman in my family, mm-hmm. she was very reserved about reporting this scenario because she didn't want people to perceive her as being dramatic or judge her for being involved in this conflict. And it was very frustrating for me as mm. a man in the family to hear that I felt I couldn't do anything to help her because she was scared of the perception of many, right? Mm. I think it's important for us to take a step back and think about it. You know, what is the real truth out there? For me, what I was very passionate about was if we need to address these cases very sternly and yep. we need to support the people who are the victims of the scenario mm. because it, we have to change the way these things are happening because it's 2023. Women cannot be abused or sexually abused in the workplace anymore. It's mm. unacceptable anymore, right? Yeah. And I was very In a sense I do feel like I was a bit harsh On oh. my family To encourage her To make the reports mm. um, But she finally did And when she did The authorities took action And the person was Let go of their job And I think it's important For us to make an example Of people like this Because it's not acceptable The way to mm. behave this way We are all adults We're grown ups We must be respectful For one another Yeah I'm mm-hmm. so sorry to know About this mm-hmm. I think some NGOs Do a great job Like women aid organisation But for me It's a cyberbullying It's also happened In the workplace mm-hmm how you send your messages to WhatsApp to your colleagues mm-hmm. and how you comment certain things mm-hmm. you know, via email. All this is actually is also the digital footprints of that individual mm-hmm. as well. I've been in professional social media at LinkedIn for about easily 20 years. So, you know, Slim, I'm really, really so happy and glad that finally our anti-stalking law has been in operations. And uh, we have seen that individual has been charged as a digital citizen. We have a role to play so in order for us to play a better role, I presume that we have different platforms and to educate us and create awareness. Mm-hmm. Do you have the insights about certain platforms that you know relevant to, to educate our digital citizens how to behave in the digital world? Yeah, I mean, I think firstly, we first must understand what's betul, what's salah, right? Mm. Uh, what we can do, what we can do, we're allowed to do, right? On LinkedIn, we actually have a community guidelines, right? So, mm. we have to be safe, be trustworthy, be professional. And any form of harassment is not accepted on LinkedIn per se. You can mm. make a report on a platform mm-hmm. and that person will be investigated and, and the action will be taken against that person. I mean, if they send you a message, there's evidence already. Once okay. there's evidence, you can take action already, right? So, it's important for you to follow the community guidelines. And you can always check I think every social media platform Has its own community guidelines mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As an individual Understand what boundaries are Generally You know The way I would think of it As an individual myself Is I have sisters I have a mother mm. How would I want to be respectful To the people in my family right? Precisely. And how would I want others To treat my, my family members mm. And that's how I would treat Other people as well yeah, That's okay. the bottom line That's the baseline for me and yeah. I would move from there upwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why this is a really a double-edged sort uh, mm-hmm. conversation. We mm-hmm. talk about how powerful the social media world is. At the same time, you know, we really need to take note of the negative side of it as well and take mm-hmm. action. Perhaps yeah. one day we can actually have a deep conversations about this in the next episodes as well. Agreed. So. Agreed. I think online space is mm-hmm. a good place for us to grow and but it also needs to be safe. Yes. And how do we as a community develop that safe space to mm-hmm. make selamat to kita semua. Yeah, memang, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, talking about digital scanning, right? Mm-hmm. Slim, have you ever taken a break from digital world? 
when was that and what was the reasons behind that actually yeah I mean that's a good question right yeah. um, actually just after COVID I went to meet my friends and uh, we the lockdown expired and we all can go out and meet each other and I asked hey, how are you doing you know long time we haven't seen each other right and I remember getting a response and he was like hey you don't check my Instagram ke? you know <laughs> you don't follow me why do you have to tell you what's going you know, on with my life oh my goodness then so, anything please refer to my IG story yeah. so I went back from that meeting feeling mm. a bit taken aback. Hey, kenapa? Semacam ni, kenapa? Mm. I don't feel very comfortable about that meeting, right? Mm. Mm. And I took a stock and I, th- and I thought about it, right? People nowadays tend to lean on to their social media to decide how they expect the people to follow them, right? Tengok lah, lihat lah. Yeah, and the expectation <laughs> then kind of creates this uncomfortability during the physical meet- mm. meetup. So, I did take a break. Yeah. I disconnected to reconnect. Mm. I okay. wanted to understand what does it mean to socialize face to face, right? Uh-uh. I want to okay. yep. feel genuine in mm-hmm. my interactions mm-hmm. when I'm uh, with my friends mm-hmm. and family. Mm-hmm. So, I took down my online accounts for a while. I wanted mm-hmm. to take a pause from it mm-hmm. and really talk to people face to face, right? Because yeah. the past two years when it was during the COVID, we only spoke online, right? <laughs> and yeah. uh, when that happened, it made me reevaluate. You know, I kind of took a different kind of context. You know, I lost touch of physical interaction, yeah, right? Um, yeah, right? And speaking to people face to face. So when I took it down and I reevaluated my life, I understood actually what do I have these platforms for? Mm. Does it drive value for me? Mm-mm. And that's why I fall back just having LinkedIn because oh. the rest of it didn't really have a purpose that served mm. me per se. Right. The only thing I got from it was people saying, "Hey, check my Instagram." <laughs> so now I don't have an Instagram anymore. Oh, I have well, a response okay. saying. I don't have it. Uh, so la, tell so me what's going on in your yeah, life, precisely, right? Yeah, precisely. Like, but you know, some people <laughs> even mention that like social media, like talk mm-hmm. about the professional online network is like a handshake though. Mm. But I really don't agree with this because mm. we need a lot of engagement. Even you interview mm. people digitally, also to me, it's, like, it's still not enough. We still need to meet up Of course, you know it mm-hmm. cannot happen lah during COVID, COVID time. Yeah. Even when I was in the regional role, a lot of you know interview and meeting done online. But somehow you still kind of lack of something right yeah yeah but let's say mm-hmm. if you are going to take a online break again mm-hmm. would that change your professional presence because you have to be advocate and ambassador to your company I don't think so. I think, um, you know, we all have the right to take a step away from our devices for a while, disconnect for a while, right? I mean, the world is a beautiful place to explore. If you oh, take your, fa- your face away from the screen yeah. and you look at things around you, I mean, the world is beautiful. You have smell the flowers, take a stock, right? Yeah. I have a baby, right? Oh, when I spend time with her, I put my devices aside. I mean, yes. nothing else can interrupt the most beautiful thing in my life. Oh, so yeah. 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 So, I think it's, it's fine, right? LinkedIn actually advocates uh, mental well-being. I think mm. it's good for us to take a step away from our device. Yeah. And um, invest in the time in ourselves. Yeah, but I don't think I'm going to take a break from a professional <laughs> network. But I will try to kind of manage this because the boundaries is also very important, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Now it's another thing because people always say that, right? Okay, your visibility and your presence good and uh, will help you in your career development and also good for talent acquisition as well. You'll yeah. be the star, you know, among mm-hmm. the recruiters. I mean, what do you think? <laughs> I think it's important, yeah. It's important to be two things, right? First of all, is to help people find information about you, right? Uh-uh. That's the real value for it. Whether you're on LinkedIn or any other platform, when you're at work, your boss will tell you, if you do the work, you also have to shout and tell people you do the work because if not, people are not going to recognize you. Mm. You have to recognize your work, right? <laughs> if you don't recognize your work, who else is going to recognize it for you, But you, right? boss, you can recognize my work in, you know, <laughs> offline as well, right? <laughs> But then the value for you is mm. everyone knows about what you're doing. You can then share that knowledge yeah. across mm. multiple organizations mm. uh, divisions and entities as well mm. the work that you could do b- could be beneficial to many people right yeah. so it's good to have that ordinary presence to share that knowledge yeah. again the value
tell you if you ask me is ajar orang lain mm. uh, share the knowledge right mm. if me myself I learn a lot on YouTube mm. I learn oh, okay. yeah I think I think there's a lot of learning courses there mm. little learning on YouTube are my go to places to learn information about things that I don't mm. know how to do develop skills that I may mm. want to improve on myself right mm. Mm. and once I can do those things mm. I share the ability on LinkedIn right awesome. so it's how you use the platforms You're for your right. own self benefit right oh, yeah talking yeah. about learning because I always told my team that you know learning is working every day is learning but when come to learn digitally you also need to learn how to filter lah you see the increasing importance of online presence mm-hmm. but i'm also worried about is this online profile is it really showcase your skills interests and goals or is it a curated one First of all, Mifong, we have to do that, right? We have to verify and validate information being shared online. We don't know whether it's true or not in the first place. Yeah, yeah. We always have to validate and make sure that it's credible. Yes. It's good to always validate and verify. Mm. Uh, and now the person who is sharing information, if you are sharing your true self mm. online, and that's uh, the way you're going to share it is a credible version of you. You have the knowledge and you have the evidence to prove mm. the achievements you've done. Yep. Please share it, right? You are right. Yeah, mm. but if you are making things up and you get caught out, hey, that's on you as well, right? Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. So lies don't go forever. The truth mm. will always reveal itself yes. in the end, right? Yes. So it's important to always reveal the true self online. Yeah. yeah mm. Right. And when a person shares their true self mm. and the employer brand matches that true self, our algorithms on LinkedIn will help mm. match that person with the company as well. So mm. by sharing your true self, you get to have a better life. Yeah. Right. So in general, it's going to work better for you anyway, right? So yeah. it's good to. Share Your true self. Also, if you lie in your resume that you can do things, when you get the job and you can't do those things, mm. oh, you're yes. gonna suffer anyway, right? Yeah. So better don't. Precisely. <laughs> if you meet yeah. uh, the recruiter like me, for I'm gonna learn it. But I'm. It's not gonna because I'm curious. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more. You know. Now, mm. um, you know all this digital footprint. We want to talk about the digital CV, right? Yep. Digital CV is something that you, for example, in LinkedIn, you have that profile. Mm. Okay. What kind of information need to have and not to have? Okay, so I think it's important to to take a step back here and think about it. Again, we're talking about a true self entity. So, mm. share what you think is relevant to your industry. Mm. You know, if you're working in radio, you want to be sharing information about your technical knowledge, mm. about the microphone, audio mm. knowledge, etc. Right? Mm. If you're working in um, Telecommunications, mm. you know, uh, how well do you know about the one? What's the latest about five G? Yeah, okay. network knowledge, yeah, right? right? Yeah. So those are the first things to must share: mm. technical knowledge that you have, mm. the skills mm. that you have, mm. right? Um, some people talk about should I share photo? Should I not share photo? Oh, what what is your thoughts? Yeah, is it a must have? No. Yeah, I don't think it's a correct, must have, correct, right? Correct. Um, I think it has no value to the task at hand. I mean, unless you're a model, right? Uh, Or you're an oh actor, yes, different story, right? right? But right. if you're working in the corporate world, you know, if it has no value to the job, mm. no, not, it's not a must-have, yeah, right? right? Um, okay. It's a nice-to-have. Nice? To have. nice right. to, oh, okay, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Nice, it's nice to show up professionally, right? Okay, so, if yeah. you take a good professional photo of yourself, you put it on LinkedIn, yeah. and you introduce yourself, we even have that video feature. You can do a short video on, oh, on the platform. Oh, gosh. You know, it's, <laughs> This is about the new generation kind of yeah, I mean, CV. Yeah. You get to know the person before you meet the person, mm, right? Mm. And it helps the hiring managers and recruiters kind of get a screen. Mm, you know, uh, mm. who am I going to be meeting? Mm. All right, because at the end of the day, what you want is a successful meeting. Mm. Right. Mm. So if it's a successful meeting, everybody gains value. Mm. If it's an unsuccessful meeting, then there's not much to gain. Mm. So I think the photo helps the recruiters to kind of figure out the presentability of the candidate. Mm. 
But other than that, it's just a nice to have. Yeah, it's nice to have. Talking about that, because I think your platform have a standard format, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm very pantang with this uh, format thingy because I've seen some people just copy and paste. So, I was mentoring one fresh graduate last week. Mm-hmm. So, I saw that format lah. It looks so familiar. I said, where did you get it from? Oh, I tried online because I like the colour tones. So, I said... What if, right, your friends and other other applicants also submit the same format, then will you be outstanding? Then, oh yeah, good questions. I say, no, it's about you, right? Mm. Okay, your digital CV, you can have certain information. But then the format, also brand, right? Format have to be different. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be reflect you. I think a format <laughs> helps set direction. Oh. What is the right way to go towards? Mm. But it's just a baseline. Yeah. If you just take the, the baseline and then you just whatever you want on it and just use that uh, how are you implementing your personality precisely yeah, yeah this is yeah. called digital presence as well exactly right? mm. digital TV and the other thing is actually like just now you're talking about photo it's nice to have to me um, a lot of people even the senior candidates ask mm-hmm. me as well photo or the thing to me is okay not to have because let's create the excitement in your profiles that make people excited and want to see you personally instead of like okay photo that's it lah right that's it exactly so, to me less is more in the CV so, another thing is actually why I ask this is because of the privacy mm-hmm. so much information you share in your digital CV you have to ask yourself is that relevant to your job application etc yes. for example home address I'm not, the, I'm not the big fan of home address <laughs> yeah. will that home address determine your next job offer one more I think in terms of the privacy that we really really need to respect is actually you know the referee's uh, contact details Mm -hmm. I saw like some even they share the contact numbers and also the email of that the referee some referees can be high profile Imagine if this CV is distributed exactly. widely, mm-hmm. then what kind of harm you will cause to that your referees that the intention is to be your professional referees but not for distribution purpose. So this, this is all my concern mm-hmm. when it comes to the digital world. We're talking yeah. about privacy. La. I think that's a very valid point. I think that's, mm. then that's a great thing, thing to do as well. I think before you're doing a great thing, a service for people to mm. learn how to develop their resume and their profiles. Mm. And I think there are very valid points there when it comes to like data information that you're going to be sharing. Yes. Only share what's relevant. Precisely. Let's be responsible in creating the inclusive digital environment. Yeah. Thank you so much, Slim. For and uh, we definitely would like to catch up more for definitely. this. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Workaround Podcast. Till we meet again, this is me Fong. Thank you.